They're back with Eric. Want to hear two songs about Dave? A lot of his podcasts, you don't see him. There's pictures of him, though. The most recent one he put up, there's some cool shots of him, like black and whites and all that. And 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 uh, he's he's looking a little bit like the old school Dave. He's got the black leather chaps. You're and, saying he's got a new he, he he started up his podcast again? Well, he did, uh, and he's and he's making some noise. Yeah, he's oh shit, I gotta go. Yeah, I, I listened to all of the old whatever. I, he, what, what, this. Out of the blue, see Dave does things when he wants. There's no plan. There's no nothing. It's just basically, I feel like doing this. Let's do it. And then he calls his people in to help do it. So he's got this one guy that is with him when he does his podcast episodes, uh, and um, it's random. So but he's releasing regular, regularly scheduled episodes like nope. weekly or nope. And oh. this last one he put out this week made headlines because he he said i haven't said a word about sammy in 10 years but he keeps talking about me and then he's half kiddingly half taking a shot at sammy he goes i really think he goes you know i you know i've read the internet and then you know apparently sammy was abducted by aliens and he goes uh oh so that was from his podcast okay i thought that was right that's okay And, and he says uh i know that when you're abducted by aliens, you get sex probed. I'm compelled to solicit this, solicit this sordid subject in an effort to explain Sam Hagar's conduct. He always calls him Sam. That's like a shot at him, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. For the last 10 summers, I haven't said a single syllable about him. Not one. I defy you. And in the face of a constant fart gas aimed in our direction here at the Mojo Dojo Diamond Dave Laboratories. And I think we've arrived... I think we've arrived at both the technical and the medical answer that may explain some of Sammy Hagar's conduct and his constant spew of diarrhea vitriol in our direction. Sammy Hagar was abducted by aliens and he was sex probed. (laughs) Now he wasn't done. What I do know with absolute accuracy is that if you take half of a popsicle and you jam it into a cassette tape player, no, No matter how carefully you extract it, that that tape player will never play the same again. No matter how carefully you try and fix those delicate little parts, and it'll get worse, and it'll seem like the singer that you used to be will stop making sense whatsoever, a lot like Sam. Oh, my God. Now, after that is when it gets kind of ugly when he starts talking about Ed now, and and that was the challenge I had. I didn't even want to... I didn't want to fuel the war between Dave and Sam. I was hoping that it would just die and I didn't have to do anything with it. But then all the other outlets started picking up on it. It's like, well, we can't not. Well, he put it out there too. That's he put it out there. It's on the record. It's not like it's it's, off the record. So we got to do something. Now I just, I didn't want to play up this, this stuff with Ed and Al they're, they're past transgressions. So, you know, I just left it up to like, you can go ahead and listen to the rest, but, uh, I'm actually you know, this, the Sammy thing is like just the Sammy thing is like to me it's just a little like I even wrote in the article um, it's like a decades long poke and jab back and forth battle of words I mean it's not it's saying saying old. saying Sammy was sex pro by aliens I mean we he's not being serious I mean he's he's busting Sammy's balls yeah, yeah. Like, we're not nobody's just like whoa, he really was sex pro by aliens? But the stuff he says about Ed and Al are like legit, true stuff that he says happened. It's like, that's different. That's, you know. Um, now, is this, anyway. I, almost, I almost feel like, is this? Because one comment wasn't, wasn't, wasn't liking the fact that I laid it out that way. Is this that I should That I should have been fair and balanced and include quotes on Ed and Al in the, in the, in the article. And I, 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 the, the VHND is not, we, we're not, we're not in, uh, into, uh, getting personal with any of the guys in the band. No, it's, it's, it's um, a celebration, particularly Ed, because that whole website is, is there because of Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you could hate on us all you want for that, but, it is what it is. We're not going to sit there and get into uh, 
Eddie's personal life. And, you know, nor would we, I mean, like we had, I did an interview with Frank Meyer, who's, who's buddies with Dave and he's got some crazy stories about Dave, you know, smoking weed and partying his ass off. And they're all just fun stories or fun rock and roll stories. Um, anyway, whatever you can't win, you know, you're going to get your critics, but that's, uh, but it's interesting because like these podcast episodes are almost coming off like, like Sammy's book about Ed. And it's almost yeah. like Dave maybe this had another YouTube. book this in mind. A, this is on his YouTube channel, right? Like it's that. on his YouTube channel. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. I didn't really almost, if, if you listen to these stories though, cause there's been a few he's put out, it's almost like they would be excerpts from a book that he never ended up putting out like a follow-up to crazy. From well, the Heat. And that's how crazy from the heat was laid out too. It was like, right. There was, it's very it similar. Yeah, it wasn't. Very it wasn't structured. Maybe he's decided to just put them out that way instead of a book. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if he could sit down for a book. I mean, unless he had a ghostwriter or something. You know, it's funny because do you remember? Do you remember the interview series? It was an interview series of of Dave interviewing Alex and Ed. Yeah, those were great. Black and white, I think it was twenty twelve. Yeah, and those were like oh. They are friends. They are getting along. They yeah. are good together. And it was, for me, that did more for um, selling that tour, selling the new album was like, oh, look, they're buddies. They're reminiscing. They're talking about the old days. They're, you know, it's 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 nice. And because I honestly, if they weren't getting along, I don't know if I wanted to go see them or not. Could have been choreographed. What's that, Todd? Could have been choreographed. Like it could have been okay. We got to promote this. I mean, we have to bury the hatchet at least for this show or interview or whatever. You know, after that, it it doesn't matter. Just stage, as long as, yeah, yeah, stage. Just just to get you know fans riled up for the for the show and and kind of put everyone's mind at ease. Going okay, because watching other people stress out in their relationships gets you all stressed out. So it's like, <laughs> well, yeah. let's calm all our fans down. And then they'll all come to the show. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's, I think it's, I don't, I don't think it's that so much as I think it's both. They love, they loved each other as much as they hated each other. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. It's a, it's a family. Oh, it, they, they drive each other crazy, but they love each other. Yeah. And, and that's why I don't think they ever got past Dave, even during the Sammy years, which yeah, is why you can Sammy love always would like to take like a dig. Or... Yeah. I think, that they had a blast with Sammy, but they had a certain connection there, a bond with Dave that was from day one, working our way up together. We did this together and we didn't give up on Dave when everybody was shitting on his voice. Dave didn't give up on us. He was out there waving the flag. You know, um, yeah, he drove us crazy. And especially as we got towards 1984, as he goes out of control. But again, I don't think with them it's all black and white. It's just it it was it and I think if you listen to the podcast from Dave, you know, the tone in which he delivers these stories, you could argue he shouldn't have put this stuff out there, but if you listen to his tone in his mind, I think he's just trying to say this is the way it was, man. We were just fucking crazy. Dave did I I did crazy shit. Eddie did crazy shit. Alex did crazy shit, you know. Alex definitely did crazy. We were nuts, you know. We were crazy young rock and rollers. Um, Ocephus, yeah, right. <laughs> they called it, but you know, and then and then and then look, Eddie went through a pretty nutty phase there in the early two thousand. So, oh yeah, you know, he's he's I he's. I mean, that... he's claiming in this video that when Eddie got into the whole the porn scene, you know, he did the he uh, he married Janie, and Janie was a uh, in the business porn business. And Eddie did two songs for a sound yep. soundtrack to a porn movie, and he had that big party at his house. Yep, I saw. Yeah, that, I, yeah, I saw like, videos of that, but I saw the whole thing. Right. That that at some point, Dave is alluding to in this latest, or not not the latest video, the one before it, that Valerie came home one day and saw Eddie watching one of these tapes. She got pissed and and took her and Wolfgang out of the house, and and. Uh, filed for divorce and that's when eddie called dave up and said hey i need money let's tour 
Now you got to put put all the math together and try to figure out the dates. Is that early two thousands? Because they they tried to do it in ninety six. They tried to do it again in two thousand. Because yeah. Frank Meyer, who who yeah. was who heard the tapes that included three songs, if not more, from a different kind of truth that were recorded in late ninety around two thousand. Honey, baby, sweetie, doll, as is, and um, blood and fire. Uh, that and that didn't work out again. So does he? Does Eddie call Dave again a few years later? Hey, I'm in trouble with Val. I need money. That's but that's the kind of stuff that like, do you want to put out there? Yeah, no. You know? See, these these are things that uh, first I've heard. I didn't know. I saw a picture of of Ed with a woman, and I figured, well, this is probably his girlfriend after Val, Janie. So yeah. it's like I don't know. I didn't know who she was. I didn't know the whole like, and I'm just kind of getting bits of it now. So, and you're saying that's what kind of broke them up? Was this this? It was the film that that they broke up over that he was watching, or was yeah, he according was to Dave? Movie? I think that's what Dave's trying to say right that it was like either the factor or one of the like just things were falling apart i mean valerie's just basically said the 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 reason why it fell apart was just because you know that he was she just couldn't she just couldn't handle the the substance abuse you know and i think having wolfgang in the picture didn't help and she wanted him away from that yeah and but they remained friends she even went to eddie's wedding to his second wife she was there she was there when he died she was there when he died he was still with Janie technically but she you know interestingly enough as soon as Eddie passed away you know obviously she was distraught over it and then her marriage falls apart because I don't think she ever got over him because I think they were you know yeah. they were like soulmates yeah I mean they look yeah. like you know that was the thing too they looked similar like you know that's like they were just created in the same mold like they were just perfect <laughs> together yeah yeah i guess i guess after i mean all the interviews that we watched on tv back when it was mtv and a lot of magazines and stuff with the interviews you know i was kind of keeping up to what was going on but after stopped after a while right yeah and and then after i mean him and and val had split up and then i didn't wasn't too sure what was kind of going on i was just kind of following the music not so much the personal background stuff yeah I just kind of never kind of amp that up. And the other thing is like, do we really want to focus on that stuff? Cause I'm at, I'm at the point now there's all this cancel culture stuff going on. And oh, if someone doesn't like something, it's like, okay, well everyone get on this bandwagon and we'll just, you know, we'll all say we don't want this <laughs> type of thing. I think like, what is cancel? What is the actual uh, definition of cancel culture? Let's look it up. And see, cancel culture. No, is this someone's an official meaning, or is well, this, well, this is Wikipedia, so I don't, I don't know if it gets. It's okay. So here's what it says: Cancel culture is a phrase contemporary to the late 2010s and early 2020s, used to refer to a cultural phenomenon in which some who are deemed to have acted or spoken in an accept, unacceptable manner are ostracized boycotted and shunned the shunning may extend to social or professional circles whether on social media or in person with most high profile incidents involving celebrities those subject to this ostracism are said to have been canceled so anybody who said something um questionable eons ago they go back oh uh you said this uh 18 years ago um so therefore we're going to cancel you yeah <laughs> But yeah. the thing is, it, it, we've actually talked about this many times on the show, and it's like you you don't come you don't come out of the you don't come out of the shell like fully formed ever. No. Like no. you don't like at twenty one years old. There's no way you're going to be completely no, uh, you're adult gonna, and completely no, you're gonna professional. You gonna say shit that you just like you don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm sure everyone's like that. And then, I mean, as you grow and you age, you, you learn and you, you try and make yourself, you know, have, make yourself a better self kind of thing. Right. And yeah, well, you learn from making mistakes. You don't learn from being perfect. 
No, you don't. I mean, you don't. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, the soft shell, you don't come out perfect right off the bat. So, I mean, you, you may have some ideas of your own until you actually see the world. And then, you know, and, and as long as you're not force fed this multimedia, you know, shit storm, whenever it hits with all these different um, ideas, be it true or not, you don't know because anybody nowadays can be a podcaster, reporter, put out their two cents and then you get people, you know, jump on the bandwagon, whether it's truthful or not. And that's and you, the thing. like, it, then it turns into like, um, um, the, the right way to say it is it's, if you, if you've made, if you've made a mistake, you're done, you know, yeah, it's like, but, but that's not the way things work. Like we've all done shit we shouldn't have done, but we all became better people because we did shit we shouldn't have done. If that makes but sense. That's how you grow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, you did some stupid shit and it's like when you're younger, I mean, you're drinking, partying and all this stuff. And then when you get older, it's like, you know what? That's, you know, I mean, some people do, some people don't, but some people realize that, you know, this, this isn't, you know, this isn't right. I got to straight. Oh yeah. I, I remember what I was going to say. So here, here's the thing that, that, that gets me is that, so we're hearing about all this, you know, Eddie's, you know, Dave talking about Eddie and saying he was doing this and doing that. And, and, you know, Eddie and Sam, you know, just all the, 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 the shit slinging that goes on. It's all National Enquirer bullshit. That's but it's only yeah. it's only bits and pieces. So we're not getting we're getting everything completely out of context. We're getting everything completely from a single perspective. We, we, we are not making like, if we say I'm pro Dave, I'm pro Sammy, I'm pro Eddie or whatever. It's completely uninformed because you're only getting, you know, 10 percent of an incident or you're getting your view of it. Yeah. It's like watching a Netflix show and they go oh, from one episode to the next. They start showing, I don't know which which one it was, which show, but when you watch it, they put everything in a certain order to make it look like it's going in this direction. Right. Absolutely. And then Netflix when does that, yeah. With the, the staircase, narrative. you ever see that one? Uh, uh, yeah, no, and, no. Then, and, then no, when they, and then when they do the actual uh, full run of what it was they were talking about, it's a whole different thing altogether. And it, it it's it's like it made it sound this way for bad for this person. But then when they play the whole thing, it's like it had nothing to do with that whatsoever. You, you know what? It was that um, that Spotify documentary, the way they played it out. Every episode was from a different perspective. So one one episode showed the guy who created the algorithm for Spotify. He's he's genius. Like like this guy is like amazing. He's he's cool. And then in the next episode, when it's from someone else's perspective, this guy's the devil, you know. And then in the next episode, oh, he's just confused and he's angry. And then the next, you know, it's like you're you're getting everyone's different perspective. So, like opinions um, are like assholes, right? Maybe this but yeah, someone, I mean... but but someone has an opinion about this whole Van Halen, David Lee Roth, Sammy Hagar thing, and that is these guys. Have you guys? Hey, what's this? Have you seen this before? Oh yeah, yeah. So I thought, in 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 the spirit of uh, play splat and bone T-shirt that I'm wearing, we would take a we would watch this video, and raise your hands when you want to stop the video, and we'll comment on the commentary about the breaking up of Van Halen uh, original lineup. Okay, does that work for you guys? Sure. Are we gonna announce the the name the band? Oh yeah, name I guess they should. So the okay. band is called Nerf Herder. They're a, a nerd band, I think, out of California, I believe. Kind of like a Weezer. Kind of, yeah, very much like a Weezer. And I mean, they have a song called Mr. Spock. Uh, they have a song called Nose Ring Girl. Uh, I do have a couple of their albums because I, I bought it on the strength of that Van Halen song. Um, and they're they're fun. Like they're fun. They're not. You can't take them seriously at all. But they have a um, a diatribe about the band Van Halen. They have a song called Van Halen. And they're talking about, well, you'll, we'll, we'll hear. I don't want to spoil it here. I think I've heard this. Whoa. Of course, the video quality is pretty shit, but. Seven. 
Okay. Do you agree with the opening statement? Yeah. Y- yes. Now we got to try to know how old do you think these guys are? So this, this song came out in 90, was it 96, seven or eight around there? 15. Well, the video was 15 years ago. So 96, it said, okay. They're probably, if you look at them, like late twenties, maybe 30. So that puts them around 11 or 12 when 1978 comes around. Makes sense. Yeah. Also makes sense why they're Dave era fans because of their age. So, of their age. But yeah. yes, I agree with that sentiment. It shook the world. The first band sure here shook the world. And this is where the band stands at this point. So let's keep going here. Just raise your hand if you want to stop at any time. So they're using the right now video uh, idea of right yeah. now. Yeah. Someone is listening to guitar right and now. He's got a balance shirt on. The guy in the it, video's got a balance shirt and he's got the Frankenstein guitar. Yeah. The lyrics are all the song titles. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's clever. And um, clearly, uh, th- well, this is Sammy had made a comment. He wasn't, he wasn't amused by this. And I can see why, because this oh, is this, what he dealt oh. with the entire time he was in the wait, band. Wait, wait, wait. He actually commented out. on this song? Yeah, he just oh, was like, really? I, I didn't find the humor in it. <laughs> Dave, I'm sure, found the humor in it. Well, let's just find out what he's talking about, because we're going to get into Sammy pretty soon, I think, here. Let's go. Hold on. Sorry. He's a little, it's interesting. His, he collected the Van Halen albums a little out of order out of sequence, chronologically. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Women and Children First, Fair Warning, then Van Halen 2. Yeah. Van Halen 2, 1979, Women and Children 80, Fair Warning 81. Please continue. Yeah. He bought them. <laughs> I know. I, I, the first time I heard this song, I'm like, wait a minute. My OCD could not yeah. let that go. But he sing for so "Dance the Night Away" was the song he singles out. Yeah, out of all that, "Dance the Night Away" was the song he singled out. It was very interesting. Before my favorite record, yeah, I wore it down. Might as well jump. stop there a slap so that's you wonder why sammy wasn't amused wonder. i wonder why i wonder why. lost yeah, I wonder your why. cool it does take a shot at dave's hairline yeah yeah he does yeah you know but <laughs> but yeah the, the, and it's so interesting that, off. yeah <laughs> uh, but that that line about the time may come the time may never come i think the time that they hope comes is dave coming back you know that's what's yeah because that whole that whole period there it just seemed like an impossibility i think nerf herder needs people
he's that guy. That guy is so into it. Look at the singer. He is pissed, oh, yeah. right? I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a guy who, I mean, he's really scarred by the by the yeah. exit of Dave, emotionally I, scarred. And I think, but this, I, I know this is a joke song and stuff, but it, it is profound in that a lot of people, when Dave left the band, it was the end of their world because they were yes. such huge Van Halen fans. And then Sammy Hagar comes in and the lead single or whatever with the 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 farty keyboard song yeah yeah like they're like oh that was like that's the lead single <laughs> and then live sammy's let's dance yeah <laughs> i mean they, if they had started with uh good enough as as the, as the lead track which is a good idea but as the lead single i think they would have done more to like the fans that left. I think they would have done more to keep the fans if they had led with that. I don't know. But anyway, let's finish the song off here. It's almost done. It almost looks like the chicken foot logo right there. That <laughs> very much so. So, but yeah, that that would be a great episode. Greatest lead singles, right? Because that's like a make or break thing. Your lead oh, yeah. single. And yeah, we're not going to do music videos either. Off fifty one fifty. Like they, I, I'm not, you they just play released f- concert footage from uh, right here, right now. Or wait, not right here, right now. Um, New Halen, Connecticut. Whatever. This that. is now New Halen. Yeah. Okay. What am I looking up? Uh, Fugly's David Lee Roth. This is what Dave plays at the beginning of his podcast a lot. Classic. Absolute classic. Todd, you're going to love this. Pretty women know 
this is pretty good. <laughs> Love it. I, I can see how it would stroke his ego on his podcast. Here, listen Love to it. my song. It's a and great I, song. <laughs> Guys, great job. I'm wondering if there's going to be a diss on, on Sammy here, so let's keep going. Sammy Hager's not the same. And you can drop that singer from extreme. Yes, sir. Now look at what you want to talk bizarre. That one Dave on John Stewart '94. That was the most bizarre. Not well, not the most bizarre era of Dave '95. The Leno two, J- DLR Leno two. Oh yeah, I, I, I. If you could play the the '94 one and then the '95 one, those those back to back, those yeah. that was a wow, what a time. Yeah, that that he was so wired on this. Quick look at the uh, video. And I'm coming to you from Please welcome David Lee Roth. (laughs) There it is. Got the cocaine mouth going on. Yeah. You know what, sir? I know. Unbelievable. (laughs) This is very moving. I haven't seen that kind of reaction since the finals of lip service. This is very moving. Live in front of your naked steaming eyes. How have you been, John? I've been uh, dandy myself. Uh, you're living in New York now. I don't understand it. You're living in L.A. You're in the convertible. You're drinking the daiquiri. What makes you come to New York in the cold, snowy weather? You were living the life. Well, like a lot of what Los Angeles is is honey, baby, sweetie, doll. You look amazing. The hell I do. I haven't been to sleep since 1979. And New York. <laughs> And New York will tell you that. New York will tell you that you look tired even if you don't. Hey, that sounds a lot more like the dinner table in my family when I was Absolutely. growing up. This is you grounding know? you, by the way. I don't do well with support. I do better with abuse. You know, my family, oh, really? <laughs> when I was eating dinner, were the ones who told me, kid, you should have been a sailor instead of a singer because you're mutiny on the high seas. And that sounds more <laughs> like New York's sense of humor. <laughs> Wait, your family told you that? <laughs> yeah, it was my papa told me, don't be humble, kid. You're not that good. <laughs> good support at home. Are you still living the, the life, the rock and roll excess life? You still uh... well, the rock and roll excess life is reflective of whatever time. You know, the 1980s was a great time. Nobody knew that. Oh, this is addictive. That'll kill you. You better watch out for that. Rehab was something that Uncle Bob got sent to when he was up to a quart and a half a day. <laughs> we didn't even call it rehab then. We called it the mission. You know, or what have you? It was a great time to be alive. Wow. Ignorance, <laughs> ignorance was 
bliss. We sailed right up. Me personally. <laughs> I got my Keith Richards merit badge, you know. I kept it shiny and everything. You know, the Keith Richards merit badge, the one that looks like it's going to break down any minute, but been working perfectly for 30 years. You know? <laughs> well, I'm glad to see you've calmed down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, hey, they used to say I was hyperactive. Now they say I'm self-motivated. So it's all different. It's all how you're looking at. It. Are you happy with the new album? Jeez, what is happy? You know, people tell me, uh, Dave, was it fun making the record? Dave, are you happy with the record? Dave, was mm -hmm. it, is it still fun to go on the road? It was never fun. I'm what? never happy. Really? I'm only happy when I'm miserable. I'm one of those people. I'm not happy unless I'm stressed, overworked, too many deadlines. Got to be here. Got to be there. Got to be both places, kid. Hey, come on. The world is run by this people who never feel well. I, I always saw you as the happy-go-lucky guy with no butt in his pants. You know, I'm very surprised. <laughs> Funny what you remember. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Do, 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 are you going to settle down at some point, you think, have little Lee Roths or... Uh... Well... <laughs> do you ever, you ever look to propagate the species and... You know, I follow my love life like anybody else. Honey, I love you, but I gotta leave you. Honey, I love you, but you gotta leave. Whatever the case may be. All right. Where do you... <laughs> I, uh, my love life follows that too. It's a dollar twenty-five for the first minute, and then uh, it's just, no, no, that's uh, that's no, it's wrong. true. You know, and now I ask myself the question: When I go on a first date, I say, Would I be here if I was blind? Like that. That's what you if ask had, yourself? Well, had I asked myself that question earlier, I would have skipped my last two relationships entirely, man. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. More about that after this. <laughs> now, I got to ask you about this. this is, uh, about a year ago, you had a little scrape with the law. Mm hmm. All past something down in Washington Square Park. It's a neighborhood watch right now. This is, this is the neighborhood watch. This Absolutely. is exhibit A. I know. <laughs> this is what this is. Is that all behind you now? No, it's a, it, it is part and parcel of what our culture is. Our culture is Geraldo Rivera is news, Hillary is a politician, and McDonald's is breakfast, okay? So you right. think that a $35 pot bust for $10 worth of throwaway Jamaican bunk reefer. <laughs> Seriously, seriously, dig this now. Most people aren't aware, this is a $35 traffic citation. It literally right. says Buick, Chevy, other. Okay. And you were other. And under other, I should have wrote Lady Die, because I rode in, walked in the back of the precinct six, you know, Dave Roth, I walked out the front, Lady Die. Hey, Mr. Roth, you make a cup of you know, <laughs> doing the paparazzi and everything. Well, the upside of it is, is there was a certain group of people around the world who were starting to call me Mr. Roth. That evaporated. Right, that evaporated immediately. That evaporated. Now, when I walked down the street, it's, hey, Dive! <laughs> What's happening? Well, now you're back with a, with a bullet again. Thanks very much for, uh, for joining us. David Lee Roth. Uh, and now it's time, actually. I know you got a new album out, so it's time for your gratuitous album plug. Oh, plug lady, please. Wait. Here's new album. Your filthy little mouse in stores now. His world tour kicks off. Hey, what music ever do to you? All right. Dave. Holy crap. I need a Dave nap Wyatt. after that. Holy I love shit. Dave, man. I, I, I always love me some Dave. I, I know some people might be like, Jesus Christ, he's whacked. But to me, that's just entertaining shit. That is very I love entertaining. All of uh, he is just like a cartoon character. So as you saw, my daughter came down. She's like, oh, Dad, there's waffles. Are you, are you coming? <laughs> So I might have to cap it here and, and go yeah, man. breakfast, but holy God, <laughs> he was so wired. Oh, wow. yeah, oh. he was wired. The one from Leno is just oof, not good. All right, folks, go check out the Leno one. I've, I've yeah. seen a bit of the Leno one. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> anyway. He just sucks all the oxygen out of the room. It's like, yeah, Dave, so it's like, I'm going like, control here. You got to try and follow that after. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, John Stewart's is like, okay. <laughs> hey, so pl plug your stuff, Mr. Sinich. A uh, booked on rock. You can go to booked on rock.com 
to get you can all the listening platforms pretty much all the big ones are there but uh, we're on spotify youtube all those places and let me just see what some of the recent guests we had we had one well you had the Gre- the peter chris uh peter oh uh, eric that was fun. Eric yeah I, i'm i'm most of the way through the book now Oh, cool. You got the book. Oh, yeah. I bought it. It's, great and, uh, book, I've been, isn't it? I've, I've, it's good. I've been talking to the author and um, and she says she's doing a, a, a zip through Winnipeg this summer. So we'll great. We'll uh, maybe we'll you talk. could. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll I'm sign your book. I'll that... through Winnipeg and sign your book. She said. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm surprised she ask. hasn't been on more of the Kiss podcast. I got to look. Maybe she has. But no, but you know, no, I shared it with um, the, the guys from uh, Decibel Geek um because they have a they have a kiss podcast called torpedo dudes and um they they weren't even aware of it and this right. is self-published she self-published, self-published herself so... on amazon so you know we need to promote this thing i'm sure the word's gonna get out oh yeah soon. i mean this is this is i i did read the previous uh uh biography on eric Carr, and it was it was great prado greg my friend greg is yeah, the one who wrote it, was, that. it was good but the amount of detail this goes into is just like Jesus. It's yeah. like this is all the stuff I wanted to know because I'm a huge Eric Carr fan. It's fascinating. It breaks down to the contract that he that he signed, the audition, uh, how, how it went from he was going to be the Hawk to the Fox in yeah. like two weeks or something. It wasn't that much time. Yeah. Uh, just it was like three or four weeks all they had the between episode. when he signed to the first show at the Palladium. Yeah. It's like just it's absolutely nuts. Oh, yeah. uh, I did want to. Uh, Sorry, finish your plugs and then I get uh yeah. well that's episode one seventy two. Oh, cool. That's episode one seventy two, the extraordinary rise of Kiss drummer Eric Carr. She's gonna be back on when she does she's she's got another one at least, maybe even it's a three part series, I'm not sure. Uh we that's episode one seventy two. We did the legacy of Bob Marley and the Whalers, got the movie coming out next month. So we've got an author on who just put oh, yeah, out a that's book right. on Bob Marley. That's right, yeah, there's that movie coming out. Yeah, yeah. The lyrical art of Bob Dylan, fascinating. This guy's brilliant, Michael Gray. Talk to him. He's out of uh, England. That was uh, episode 174. But then I, I had uh, Greg Prado on just to talk about the books he came out with in 2023. Asked him about Kiss, the Avatars. Asked him about a whole bunch of stuff. But then also the 10 albums that you can't live without. So yeah. I asked Greg, what are the 10 albums he can't live without? I'd love to get your your guys' list. I listed my 10 albums that I cannot live without. Um, that was a fun one. So uh, we've got... Uh, so many good ones coming soon too. We had actually the untold story of the Beatles, Rody Mal Evans too. Yeah. And Womack, the author was on to do that. Tom Werman, the producer of cheap trick, Motley Crue and poison and Molly Hatch at twisted yeah, sister. You're, getting, he was you're getting a lot of big names, which is, yeah. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable, good. you know, and some ones are just so interesting, like murder ballads. There was a book, Stephen L. Jones wrote on murder ballads, which is just, there's a long history to that about songs <laughs> yep. about, you know, death disturbing stories whatever but it's 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 a genre that people are fascinated with much like true crime yep there's also videos that i put up though so i'll take segments from the show put it up on video so we have a youtube channel a lot of great videos there we're on and what's the youtube channel called so if you go youtube i think you would just go to at let me just make sure here and did you guys know google podcast is no more it's now youtube music that yeah, it? I okay. it's it doesn't work very well. Yeah, like, I just transfer it over. I get uh, all my episodes or all our episodes are taken down because I, I include a lot of clips. It doesn't even like my That's, Albuquerque the Albuquerque clip. Yeah, doesn't, I know it's that's uh, YouTube for you. Uh, so but yeah, YouTube. But yeah, it's booked on rock at book. Yeah, on, you. Yeah. I mean, it's simply just look you know in YouTube booked on rock, but it's also I think what is it at. Yeah, it's at, booked on rock. it's at booked yeah. on rock and we've got a lot of subscribers coming in just because of that interview i did with uh with frank meyer it's a two-hour interview behind the scenes with david lee roth and Eddie van halen all these stories about going to dave's mansion uh uh going to eddie's party uh in in 04 or 05 whenever that was hey, you get some good traction on here it looks like awesome. yeah we get some bit like there's one i did on liberty devito Billy Joel's drummer that's up to 42,000 views. That that was a great interview. I had yeah, so no definitely idea check any of the stories that he had. And it was like, this guy's fascinating as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the one uh, Rick Emmett from Triumph. Yes. We had, I had him on. 
Well, um, I mean, they're just good, all these great stories. Yeah, they, Rick Emmett's a hero. All these great—he was super nice. All these great stories. You know, they're just like I was telling you earlier. Everybody's got at least one great story to tell. Mm-hmm. So, bookedonrock.com again, or just Google "booked on rock." You'll find it. It's there. Um, got a blog, there. also on the website. Did one on uh, Rush, on how uh, how Getty Lee was saying, right after Neil Peart died. He's got people, some of them friends, messaging him saying, hey, do you need a drummer? And he's just like, oh, yeah. are you fucking yeah, kidding me? Yeah. yeah, like, can you at least give it a few weeks? Yeah. Um, so, But I do write some blogs there. And uh, all the latest rock book releases, there's a link to, to that on our website, too. So bookedonrock.com. And, of course, Van Halen News Desk, vhnd.com. Or as our, our buddy Corey Morissette likes to, to refer to it in, on, uh, in the podcast, will rock. Triple W V H N D dot com. Triple W. <laughs> I'll be I'll be on with those guys. Are you coming on uh, for the OU eight one two episode? We're I want to. Recording this that's, Friday night. That's that's my favorite uh, Hagar uh, album. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, and then speaking of Rush, I'll be on the Rush Rash podcast soon. That's two, March eighth. Okay, cool, cool. Talk some Rush, you know. So yeah. and and by the way, I think Chaz was playing. in that Nerf Herder band. I think was he. Get the hell out. Oh, you're no, look at me. I'm so gullible. Uh, Greg Prado, by the way, just interviewed Alex Lifeson. And he did ask him if Rush will get, if he and Getty would get back together again. So let me give the plug to that because I believe that's on Ultimate Guitar. Let me make sure. Uh, Greg's awesome, man. I, I just to think. I like he, Greg. Every time he's on the show, it's like, yay, he's back. He's He will write articles on ultimate guitar that comes straight from my episodes and he'll link it up to my podcast. I'm like, dude, thank you. Yeah. You know, like free publicity that I didn't even ask for and he's just doing it. So that last episode I had him on is like a thank you to him. Like, let me just plug whatever you got. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Greg's let's see, his interview is on YouTube. It's current, but it is through ultimate got. Yeah. Ultimate. Yeah, because he's got guitar. at Greg. He's got at Greg Prado. Right. He's got that channel, but Ultimate Guitar is the other one. Yes, it's the one he he writes a lot for these days, and he did one on Alex Lifeson. Just type in uh, Greg Prado, uh, Alex Lifeson. I mean, that's easy enough. Yeah, it's it's there. Uh, it's it's um. Yeah, you'll find it. Yeah, because uh, Alex is promoting a new series of amps, but. Oh, but he does. He does ask Alex about whether he's going to work with sure. Gig. I went out. Oh, yeah. there's Alex. Oh my God. That's it, man. And a lot. The studio and a lot looks of... like Todd's. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Alex's, Alex's studio, studio looks, looks cool. like Todd's. Yeah. So it's uh, oh. Ultimate Guitar. Ultimate Dash Guitar dot com. This is where. Yeah, Ultimate Dash Guitar. It. Yeah. And um, Guitar. Tomorrow night. Or actually, to... at Ultimate Guitar TV is is the YouTube channel. Okay. Tomorrow I'm talking to where's where am I going with this? Jump in. Tomorrow I'm talking to an author of this book, Jim Serger, who uh he and his buddies went to see Van Halen in 1984 when they were just 12. And this it's the story of how they got there, how they got the tickets, how they got their parents to let him go. Um, one of their parents was a police officer working the show. It was in Cincinnati in March, I think, of uh eighty-four. Got to meet the band, the whole thing. It's I'm talking oh, to wow. him and two other of the guys who co-wrote the book with him. Self-published book. Jim's really cool. He's been on some local TV stations in Cincinnati to talk about that. So I oh, if you want, um, I was just going to point out this. This just came up this week. I followed the Devin Townsend podcast. Yeah, oh, Pete's um, and he uh, first inter first interview Steve I. Nice. Okay, and yeah, then cause... he just did one with uh, with uh, with Joe Joe Satriani, which his questions he asked like as an interviewer yourself take a listen to his podcast on how he phrases his questions and and, and the sort of questions he comes up with uh, i'm learning a lot just listening to his show just cool. on doing interviews like just yeah wicked and looking forward to the sammy tour best of all worlds yeah there's no winnipeg dates listed yet so yeah hopefully they do come around to canada well, they're going to Toronto. I know Morissette's going out there, right? To see them, but that's right. That's uh, yeah. Is it like twenty hours to drive there? Oh, it's twenty hours from where you are. Yeah. Holy shit, dude! Never. 
trip and write a book about the road trip going to see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Call it yeah. D, uh, Toronto Rock City or something. <laughs> Make a movie about it. <laughs> anyway, well, let's sign off here. Thanks again, Eric. You're, I don't know, you're kind of one of the alumni on this show. Yeah, so, this is the third, fourth, third, fourth visit? Oh, I don't Please. know. It's probably more than that. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. Can't think of a better way to to do my laundry uh you know then talk rock and roll with you guys i, fold, <laughs> I folded your underwear for you there so. oh thank you thank you yeah the, the women's you... underwear or the men's because i go back and forth that's good whatever whatever works for you Brilliant. all right i got some i got some uh some breakfast they're waiting for yes, me yes so, go get uh, those waffles yeah waffles. Awesome. all right guys thank yeah you. thanks as always man we'll we'll hopefully maybe uh meet up again on in the podcast we'll rock yeah we gotta we we're, we're due to go back so yep and i and i love to have you guys back on again we'll do another that episode we did together the the yeah uh, it's like the top 10 selling books of all time yeah. is like it did great like people loved it just oh, yeah. just you know just chatting about stuff like that so um yeah we'll, when, whenever you want man. man nice okay yeah. awesome okay see you later all right guys take care bye bye thank you for listening and we'll see you next week and bye have a good day Hey gang, Sean Geek here. And Fast Fret. And we have two storefronts. If you are a Public fan, you can browse our inventory over at Public, which is tpublic.com forward slash Sean Geek podcast. Or redbubble.com slash people slash Sean Geek podcast. You can get anything from either storefront from t-shirts, stickers, phone cases, accessories of all kinds we're talking masks notebooks mugs pillows totes tapestries oh my oh my <laughs> everything's there <laughs> just go to those addresses also check the show notes and help support the show thank you goodbye bye